This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. That, that tweet picture. You can go to my profile and check it out at Dusty Likens. Uh, comfortably Smug is the name of the handle. And it just basically is a picture of like six different styles of toast. One being like bread, six being burnt black. Uh, the coffee starting at A is black and then it going to F. I said I'm three and B, man. I like a little bit of burnt toast and then I like just a like a dab of milk or like a dab of cream in my coffee. Um... That's about all I need. Now, here's my here's my thing. Uh, as we go back to Quick Trip, as we're trying to get them to, to be a sponsor for this show, um, please. The best way to do it is to go to is to go to the coffee station, get a large cup, fill the bottom little section with frozen cappuccino, and then go get you a uh, the rest of the cup filled with coffee. Mm. It cools it just enough to where you can start, you know, really drinking it. It's still hot, and the aroma and the flavors, I mean, they'll make your mustache curl. I've never tried that before. I love frozen cappuccino from oh, Quick yeah. Trip, though. Hell so, yeah. you know That's what? I'm probably going to get one of those after this. It's pretty legit. You can thank me later. Um, from the 520, basically, Alex Smith is Moses, led us out of the wilderness, but doesn't get to see the promised land. That's one hell of a comparison. Amazing. Um, and Andy Reid is the burning bush. And the Ten Commandments are the ten straight AFC West titles they're going to win. Mm-hmm. Okay, now I'm stretching. Yeah. Um, damn, y'all got me hyped. I have to wear my Alex Smith number eleven jersey on two two twenty twenty. Which I'm trying to think here. I think if Andy Reid wins the Super Bowl, it'll be his two hundred and twentieth win on February second, two thousand and twenty. I think it's something like weird like that, where like the stars and the planets align some weird way like that. Is that it? Where's what? he at in total wins? Like 219? Total wins, 207. 207? Yeah. So he'll have 208 on 22202. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's weird. Or 2020. I still don't believe it's 2020. Because every time I think of 2020, I think of Barbara Walters and Hugh Downs. How many times have you wrote 19 on the date and then tried to turn that into a 20? Because with other years, it's it's easy, right? Like, you know, yeah. you can turn the 8 into a 9, like, by just rubbing over it or whatever. Like, the, it's not easy to turn it into a 20. I just got called out. I forgot that I didn't come up with that combination at Quick Trip. My buddy, my old roommate, Brian, he's the one that came up with it. Shout out, Brian. Yeah, his 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 wife just texted me and said, I believe that's the Brian special. Mm. My bad. Called out. My bad. Credit where credit's due. I got called out by the wife. Not mine. His that's actually the wedding I was talking about where I was talking about Men's Warehouse with yeah. the guy suited me well. God, that guy that suited me for that. Tyler Thigpen? I wish. But, no, it was, a, it was a nice young man. He had a nice cologne. I can't wear cologne because I work in the service industry, and the last thing you want to smell is barbecue and aqua de joe. Right. 
Um, so it's a weird combo. It is, man. Hey, you want some burn ins and some sex? Yeah. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, so it smells like barbecue on the ocean. That's the next Sean Levine commercial. <laughs> you like sex and barbecue? I thought so. <laughs> yeah, me too. God, who doesn't? Um, we started the show out for those of you that weren't with us about how Mahomes is now becoming the nation what he was uh when he was in uh 2017 in his first appearance with the Kansas City Chiefs in that in that Denver Broncos game and where I want to get you out with this is is bear with me it's okay when your team domestically has a star and you've watched many games and you've watched many uh great plays and you have that mentality of holy smokes I think this dude's the real deal I think he's the best in the league when it comes to Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs and their fan base, that's where it is. You know, you've been here. You remember. So let's go back and let's revisit what that game was in week 17 in 2017 or if that was the start of 2018. I can't remember. But let's go back when you watch that game against the Denver Broncos and you're like, okay, oh, okay, oh, oh, okay. So this dude might be the real deal. In fact, he was so real and that game that didn't mean anything because the Chiefs were ready, resting their starters. So, again, no Tyreek Hill, no Travis Kelsey. Kareem Hunt played, like, one snap to get the rushing title and then was off the field. And then you look at yourself and you're like, this guy's doing this with zero help. And you think to yourself, okay, well, what can he do with the stars around this team? In fact, they take him out of the game because the Chiefs have the lead. And then sorry-ass Tyler Bray blows the lead. And then they have you go back to Patrick Mahomes and be like, okay, hey, didn't think we'd do two tests in one day. Curveball, can you go back and win this game so we don't lose to sorry-ass Denver in week 17 before we go to the playoffs? Sure, I got you. And he goes in there and wins the game. And then as a Chiefs fan, you're thinking, oh, boy, 2018 might be a fun year. I think this team has been waiting so long for the answer at quarterback, as some in the text line would call him Moses. And now all of a sudden... 2018 starts, right? The 2018 season starts going, and he throws 10 touchdowns in two weeks, and then you're just completely blown away. You're all in. You can be as biased as you want. It's your team. It's your town. You root wherever you want. And you kind of sit and think to yourself, like, Man, why's, why's nobody talking about Mahomes? Like, yeah, this guy's thrown for 50 touchdowns and 5,000 yards when the season was over and he was the MVP, and people started going, okay, something might be real here. And the gathering of the storm that is Patrick Mahomes started to get there. And now the nation is 100% sold. I say the nation, the most popular sport in America, is 100% the NFL. The biggest game in sports in America is the Super Bowl. Patrick Mahomes is now the quarterback of a team who is favored in the Super Bowl. Now... Guys like Skip Bayless, who want to be a troll, are going to start trolling. Are going to start trolling and have been trolling Patrick Mahomes, and they will because they, it's the topic. Shannon Sharp, a guy that played in Denver for the majority of his career, a rival against the Kansas City Chiefs, is calling him his Mahomes boy. Mike and Mike, PTI, Tony Reale, Mina Kimes, Dan Levitard, all these guys now are on the same level that you were at after week two of 2018, where now they're sitting back and going, sweet Jesus, this is the best athlete in 
in the NFL, maybe not athlete when it comes to skill set, because I believe that's probably Christian McCaffrey just because of speed, endurance, whatever. But when it comes to the best overall player, the most talented player, the best quarterback in a league, in a position that is the most glorified position in any sport, over pitcher, over center fielder, over shortstop, over uh, you go to basketball, over point guard, over small forward, power forward, whatever you want, shooting guard, whatever you want to call it. The quarterback is most glorified and most looked at position in all of sports. And Patrick Mahomes is the best to do it currently and the best to do it probably moving forward. And now the nation, the nation who is the most non-biased, non-homer type of personality, now they're in your shoes. And now they're doing exactly what you did after you saw the 10 touchdowns after they played Pittsburgh a few years back. No doubt about it, Dusty. And you know that. People in Kansas City have known this for a long time. And like you said, ever since really that Denver game, but afterwards, like when he came out in those first two games of 2018 with 10 touchdowns, no interceptions, everybody in Kansas City was like, yo, this guy's the real deal. He might just be the best quarterback in football. But you remember last year kind of struggled to win a lot of those primetime games when the nation was watching. So it was like, oh, this guy's good. He's putting up a lot of numbers, but like can't quite get it done in the big moments was kind of like, the national narrative that was going around him last year and then after the AFC Championship game last year. And it's all been erased at this point because it is four playoff games. He's got 11 touchdowns, no interceptions, and the casual fan or even maybe just not the hardcore fans, they might miss a Sunday night football game or a Thursday night football game here and there because they're busy or they got other stuff going on. They don't miss the playoffs. Everybody watches during the playoffs and everybody's seen what he's been able to do and how he's been willing his team to come back victories this postseason. And now it's just consensus. Like, this guy's the best player in the NFL. And the other thing, too, is that Patrick Mahomes gets major networks pants tighter. You know what that means, right? You look at what he did against the Chicago Bears. That game wasn't about Patrick Mahomes versus Mitchell Trubisky. That game wasn't about Andy Reid versus versus Matt Nagy. That game was solely because NBC wanted their cut, wanted their share, wanted their broadcast of Patrick Mahomes because it's exhilarating. It's ex- it's exhausting to watch because you're just spent after you watch it and you just see what that kind of kid can do. And, oh, by the way, he's 24 years old. And you said the numbers. 11 touchdowns, zero interceptions. Zero. The guys that have done their first four games and when they talk about who the guys were in the NFL when it comes to other guys that have their first four games, Brady, Hall of Famer. Montana, Hall of Famer. Peyton Manning, Hall of Famer. Three of the best, if not the three best quarterbacks to ever play in the NFL. Brady's first four starts in the playoffs, two touchdowns, one interception. Joe Montana, seven and five. Peyton Manning, five and three. Patrick Mahomes, 11 and zero. And you can say all you want, that the the seasons in the NFL are completely different, that the stats are different, that they throw the ball a lot more than they did. Okay, Brady, notoriously known for throwing the ball and throwing for touchdowns, everything like that. Nine touchdowns shy of Patrick Mahomes. Joe Montana, the closest, five more interceptions. Peyton Manning, five and three. Not the best ratio. The thing about Patrick Mahomes is that he's 24. He's got the league figured out. And like I told you earlier, Nick Price, I think that when quarterbacks in the league really hit their stride is between the ages of like 27 and 31. We're seeing that with Russell Wilson. Like, He started really turning it on when he got to about 26, 27, 28. He's now starting to come out of that circle. So is Aaron Rodgers. But when those guys were in their 27, 28, 29, and year 30 of their their years of birth, that's when they hit that stride. 
Brady was that way. Peyton was that way. Patrick Mahomes is already hitting that stride, and he's 24. Right, because there's a learning curve with the NFL, and usually it takes guys about like four, maybe five years once they get onto that second contract when they're really like, they're really clicking, they figured out the game, they figure out what teams are trying to do against them and how to combat that. Patrick Mahomes is already there, man. He's already there, and he's 24 years old. And the thing about it, how you know he's also already there, is that national reporters and people that you respect and listen to that aren't in this demographic, that aren't in this uh, in this city, this town, they're saying what we're saying, and they're saying it at the same type of level. 24 years old, best to do it right now, and the future is so bright moving forward, and everybody now wants them a piece of Patrick Mahomes. So get ready to watch six late-night games a year because it's just going to keep continuing and get ready for the more narratives and the different types of conversations to start, and you're going to even see it more so next Sunday when it comes to the Super Bowl in Miami that kicks off at 5.30. Alex Gordon, Travis Kelsey, they both share a common bond. We'll get to that up next. Out of Bounds with Dusty Likens and Nick Price, 610 Sports Radio. My goodness. Back in on Out of Bounds. Couldn't fit this show title anymore. Best time of year, right? Super Bowl Sunday's on the way. Got your snacks starting to get in your head. I think I would say that probably the number one Super Bowl snack is buffalo chicken dip these days. I think that any, we talked about this not that long ago, but any kind of chips and dip, like I'm down for even if I'm not hungry, if one of my friends is like, hey, I'm going to order some food, you want anything? I'm like, yeah, they got chips and dip. You think that's probably the number one snack at Super Bowl parties is is buffalo chicken dip, though? Like, if you had to be specific on the dip? Probably. It's a very football kind of dip, you know? And it's very it's very appeasing to, like, the majority of the crowd. Right. Like, very rare. Well, it's a combination of two great football foods, too. And it's very, a chip and dip, but it's right. also buffalo. buffalo. Like your buffalo wings. And it's super easy to make. All you need is a couple slaves of cream cheese, some Frank's Red Hot, some ranch seasoning, a crock pot or an oven. Now, where you get nasty with it is you do it with Triscuits. Hmm. A little garlic and oib. Those are the Triscuits you do it with. Or you do the rosemary and black pepper. Whew. That's a good one, too. Super Bowl Sunday next week, 69306, Smitty's Garage, Burgers and Beer, text line. That's six. Um, what's your go-to football snack? Uh, from Lance, Mahomes did so well, he got Albert Wilson a nice payday with Miami. You ain't lying there. A little props to Albert Wilson. I always kind of had a thing for Albert Wilson. I thought mm-hmm. he could be good uh, in the slot if he could stay healthy, but it just so happened that this team had uh, Sammy Watkins, Tyree Kill, Travis Kelsey, and they didn't really need uh, Albert Wilson, plus he was a free agent. Uh, just like next year, I don't know if you're going to see uh, Demarcus Robinson on this team. So enjoy it while it lasts. Uh, somebody that won't be on a team next year is, I think, Alex Gordon uh, when it comes to the Kansas City Royals. Alex Gordon is, this is a swan song season. I think there's a lot of you that are in the same boat as myself. Uh, you remember when Alex Gordon got the call. You remember this team drafted Alex Gordon out of the University of Nebraska. You remember all the comparisons that came with Alex Gordon. He was the next uh, hope and future of the Kansas City Royals. I believe now Alex Gordon is officially one of those sports figures that is a Kansas City son, um, a son of Kansas City, one of those guys that's in that mold with George Brett. Um, 
that's in that mold with Lynn Dawson, guys that are uh, that have been adopted by the city because of something they've done in their professional sports career where you're just like, you know what, he's one of us. May not be from Kansas City, but now they are – They've been adopted as a son of a of, of the town because of what they've done in their career, and Alex Gordon deserves that 100. Um, percent He was at Fan Fest this week, uh, yesterday actually, and this is where he said, uh, when it comes to the narrative that he is a son of Kansas City, I think this is exactly what you want to hear. Very excited to be back, um, you know, where I belong, uh, where I've spent my whole career. Uh, this means a lot to me. Um, I kind of knew. Towards the end of last season, I know a lot of people were asking me if I was going to play or not. And, um, you know, I had a meeting with Dayton uh, at the end of the year and, you know, just kind of had that fire still to play. And I felt like I could still contribute to this team. So, you know, I left the season. I know I didn't tell you guys this, but I left the season knowing I was going to play again. And, um, you know, it took a while in the off season, but, you know, I had faith that, you know, I was going to come back and I was going to be here for another year. So uh, I've been pretty fortunate to play with one team my whole career. And that's exactly the kind of stuff you hear from guys that have set the tone, made their mark, and consistently want to represent a town like this. And I can't emphasize this more uh, than I already have. Alex Gordon's number is getting retired, and Alex Gordon is getting a statue outside of left field at some point in his career. Now, I know left field is where they do the, uh, the pre- and post-game show with, uh, with Fox Sports with Joel Goldberg and Jeff Montgomery, but... Somewhere in that area, there's going to be the statue, and you know what it is. It's the one where Alex Gordon hit the home run in the World Series, and he's pointing the finger to the sky, and he's rounding first base. Number four is also going to be sitting up there one day next to 10, 5, 23, and 13. I believe that as well. But Alex Gordon is definitely going to be one of those guys that for the rest of his life is adopted as a local son of Kansas City. Well, he represents just, like, the bad times, the good times, and he led you all the way throughout all of that. You know, when I moved to Kansas City in 2001, shortly after that, Alex Gordon was making his debut. Right. And we were like, all right, so this is the guy. And then he had to go back down to the minor leagues after it didn't really work out at third base, came up in left field, and he crushed it. And he carried the bad Royals teams of the 2000s all the way up until – they made those runs in 14 and 15, won the World Series, and now he's still here. And he's one of the most consistent things when it comes, when you think of Kansas City Royals baseball, especially in the 2000s in this century, Alex Gordon's got to be one of the first names to pop up on that list. 100%. And when you move across the sports complex, you go over to Arrowhead, and you think of guys that do it on the other side, Travis Kelsey, Cincinnati kid. He says something very similar on the very same day that Alex Gordon said what he just said, Travis Kelsey said this. How much this city rallies around the sports is uh, it's second to none. And that's why I love being here. Um, I want to play here for my entire career because of the, the type of support we get from this community. And then on top of that, um, how crazy it gets on Sundays, man. It's, uh, it never gets old. It's crazy. It's iconic. It's coincidental that both guys said the same thing technically on the same day. Literally hours apart. And Travis Kelsey is another one of those guys that played for your local sports team that now you bring into yourself as like, you know what, he's one of us. One of those guys that you can't see playing in any other uniform. Yeah. And if you do, it's when they're like 36 and they just pick up one year. Travis Kelsey, Alex Gordon, two different personalities, two different types of people, 
but both have the same mentality when they've come to this city. They were drafted by this team. They continue to play for this team, and it's not that they don't want to play for anybody else. It's that they refuse to play for anybody else. They want to stay here. And I know that Travis Kelsey, there could be an underline here that his contract is is coming towards the end, that Kittle and Mark Andrews and Zach Ertz and all these tight ends that are changing the game because of the play style of Travis Kelsey and what it can do for an offense, they're going to get a big contract. They're going to make a lot of money, and Travis Kelsey's going to want a little bit of that bag. And he's probably going to get it. They'll give him an extension probably at the end of next year. They'll give him a nice little prize to where it's like, hey, you know what, 87, retire here. You might be in Canton. You might, you're definitely probably going to have your name up on the ring of honor, and you're forever a Kansas City son because of what you've done and where you've come from. And again, Travis Kelsey is like that guy that you've got to watch because that's what's crazy about sports is you don't watch these guys grow up from the ages of birth to 19. You see these guys for a small sample size of their life, but part of that sample size is the age of like 21 to 35. Those 14 to 15 years is the age in which people as human beings grow. And that's what Travis Kelsey did because you remember when Travis Kelsey was young. You remember before the Patrick Mahomes era started, it was the rolling of the dice or whatever you want to call that motion that I can't say on the air because it really represented something different. It was the throwing of the player towel at the referee, mimicking a flag because he didn't agree with the call and getting kicked out of a game against the Jacksonville Jaguars, which they almost lost that game and they couldn't afford to lose that game. And it was antics on the sideline. It was the over-the-top colorful personality. And then Mahomes gets drafted, and Travis Kelsey at some point, whether it was the fact that Mahomes got drafted or maybe it's just where he turned up in life at the age of 27, where he looked himself in the mirror and just basically said, there's a new me. There's a new purpose in life, and I think that that purpose is to be a leader, and I think that you're seeing that unfold between uh, every year that Travis Kelsey has played since the 2017 season. He is now one of the top captains on this team, one of the lead voters, or one of the lead voices in that locker room. He is a team leader. He is a role model. And I'm telling you, when you look at pictures of people that they put up on social media of their kids, of fandoms, of everything, if you go to Chiefs game, the number one jersey's 15. I can almost guarantee you that the number two jersey is 87. And if you want to know where Travis Kelsey came from, here was Travis Kelsey on Dan or on Dan Lebitard, on Dan Patrick's show, reading his college report of him going into the pros after year one. And think about where he's come since then. All right. Weakness. Only one season of production in college. Doesn't have blazing speed. Talk about 80 yards of the house. <laughs> Merry Christmas, whoever wrote that. <laughs> Keep um, going. Not a tremendously explosive athlete. Doesn't come out of his breaks that well. Mm. Okay. Not a tremendous, but still an athlete. Uh, Kels plays with the pedal to the metal, which isn't always a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> Must be that steel courage. Uh, he doesn't run a wide variety of routes, doesn't display sudden or sharp breaks in routes. Uh, character is a big question. He doesn't really produce until 2012, so may label him a potential one-year wonder. Wow. Mm. Ooh. <laughs> the old one-hit wonders. How much is, is anything true in there? Um, 
I want to say no, but I mean, it, 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 it's somebody's opinion. So I mean, I can't say it's it's completely false, right? I mean, someone someone sees something on film, you know, it's a it's rather a raised question about it than a, than a not raised question about it. But um, favorite white? He isn't a tremendous athlete. Hurts my feelings. <laughs> I have no idea what Dan Patrick was about to say when he says favorite white. Probably good that he got caught up. I think so. I don't know where the hell Dan was going with that. But again, Gordo, a local son of Kansas City because of what he's done in the sports world and, and one of the teams that you've watched and what growing up watching and seeing the career development. Travis Kelsey, same boat. It just so happens on the same day, hours between each other, one said this. Very excited to be back, um, you know, where I belong, uh, where I've spent my whole career. How much this city rallies around the sports is uh, it's second to none. And that's why I love being here. Um, I want to play here for my entire career because of the, the type of support we get from this community. And then on top of that, um, how crazy it gets on Sundays, man. It's, uh, it never gets old. One of our favorite segments we do next is we go outside the NFL. Out of Bounds with Dusty Likens and Nick Price. 610 Sports Radio. Still got plenty of time to get out to Royals Fan Fest on this Saturday, January 25th. According to the timeline, 3 o'clock, Royals Team Awards, 4.15. You get a welcome to your new Royals, 2.30. Question and answers with Chairman and CEO John Sherman. So that's currently going on at Fan Fest right now. Loaded day um, out at Bartle Hall with the Royals. I know it's tough to get into the baseball field, but you kind of got to think it's the perfect time right now. Uh, while you anticipate eight days from now, Miami Chiefs Niners get a little mind distraction with the Royals being I get a little break, a little break. Think about the Royals for a right. couple days, and then it's back onto the Chiefs. Yeah. And then after the Super Bowl, I mean, spring training right around the corner. Right. Um, from the text line from the eight four seven, he can open trade during the summer. That's not going to happen, right? Dayton wouldn't do that to him. Talking about Alex Gordon and the no trade. Um, I think this is it for Alex Gordon. Uh, we saw that he waived the the no trade, which means that he's 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 not going anywhere. He doesn't plan on going anywhere. He just wants to finish it out here. Uh, that way, when it's game 162 or wherever they finish the season off yet, uh, Alex Gordon gets to come out, take the cap off, wave it to the crowd, uh, and then be enshrined in the Royals Hall of Fame and everything moving forward. I also just um, think that, like, Alex Gordon's not going to command the kind of haul that would make you trade him against his will. Right. And you know, he, like, yeah. he, they're going to ask him, hey, this team's asking about you. They're going to give us something in return. Like, is this okay with you? And if he says no, that's going to be the end of it. Even right. though he doesn't have a no-trade clause anymore. Yeah, and I mean, Alex They respect Gordon, him too much. Right. He's done too much for this organization. And Alex Gordon is just going to be, um, it's just one of those years. Like, he's not a celebrity status like you would see when it comes to, um, when it comes to like, you know, when it comes to like Dwayne Wade or like Kobe Bryant, when they did that type of stuff, but locally, domestic wise, he is. So there's gonna be fans that are gonna want to go out there and see Gordo play left field, take your pictures. He's probably a fan favorite for a ton of people. Um, he's Nebraska's son. He's now been adopted by Kansas City as one of their local sons. And again, like we said, there's gonna be a statue. There's gonna be the number. It's all getting retired. But like we do every week here on Out of Bounds, we step outside. The NFL. Time to get sarcastic. That's one of my go-tos. We're pretty good at it. Yep. Whereas Alex Gordon has one of the best right arms in baseball, 
I feel like I have one of the best sarcastic personalities when it comes to this station. Uh, according to uh, U Stadium's top 10 players in the Super Bowl, they have these as the following ranked players. I tried to tell you that the nation likes Patrick Mahomes because he sits at number one. George Kittle sits at number two, a bit of a sting because then Travis Kelsey sits at number three. Nick Bosa, number four. Dick Sherman, number five. Tyreek Hill, number six. Mitchell Schwartz at seven. Tyron Matthew, number eight. Chris Jones, number nine. And D Ford rounds out their list of top mm-hmm. 10 Super Bowl players uh, in the top 10. Uh, some honorable mentions, uh, you know, Buckner, Armstead, they're up in there somewhere. Um, some people think uh, Frank Clark should be on that list. Frank Clark, probably better um, than D4. Some people think Emmanuel Sanders. But then again, if you take away a guy, if you want to add a guy, you got to think who they replace. Tyreek Hill's a top five receiver in the NFL. Mitchell Schwartz is a top five right tackle. Tyron Matthews, one of the top five tip best safeties. Chris Jones is going to be one of the most sought-after free agents, I think, in a couple years. It depends on what the Chiefs do at defensive tackle. D. Ford got the bag this past year. Mahomes is the best quarterback in the NFL. George Kittle, Travis Kelsey, one or two tight ends in the league. Nick Bosa, one of the best defensive ends. And Richard Sherman, one of the best to do it at cornerback. So that's a fun thing to talk about, Dusty. This next story, not so fun. Antonio Brown, obviously, he's been in the news just consistently over the past year and he turned himself in the other day and his first court appearance according to at bleacher report gridiron on twitter antonio brown has been ordered by a judge to wear a gps tracker give up his passport and have his mental health evaluated per andy slater his bond was set at a hundred thousand dollars good i think he definitely needs some uh some mental uh some some mental check yes for sure i'm out there to help anybody uh that they need in fact he lost his agent drew rosenhaus who represents anybody uh, just for a pay cut, even Drew Rosenhaus was like, I need to step he away. Was like, he was hey, like, hey, like, I want to help him, but he needs help first. That's right. Uh, our guy, Eli Manning, the man who shows zero emotion when we found out is quite the bro. Yeah. Uh, can get beer delivered anytime he wants. Uh, I saw a thing where he was at the Super Bowl a few years back where he, uh, his number one prank is to change people's phone to the Chinese or Japanese language. Mm-hmm. So when you're like, hey, Eli, can you take a selfie? Can you take a picture with us? Before he would do it, he said all he needs is five to six seconds. Go to your settings, change it to whatever. So that's his go-to. Like, he knew. He knew exactly where you go, exactly what buttons press. Yeah, and of course, like, whenever you get your phone, then all of a sudden you've got to go to your settings. You don't know how to do that. You didn't check it. So he said, like, you know, 20, 30 minutes later, people get on their phone like, what'd you do? And then you have to explain to him. One thing that Eli Manning will always be known for is a two-time Super Bowl winning quarterback, two-time Super Bowl MVP. I believe he is sixth all-time when it comes to passing touchdowns. He's in the top ten in passing yards. A lot of people are debating whether he's a Hall of Famer. I think he's in. Another thing that's kind of interesting, 117 and 117 all time when it comes to his record as a quarterback. Glad he got that one win to get back to 500, and then he can just call it quits, not have a losing record going into retirement. Also can't have a winning record. Right. Another guy, uh, very close ties, Phillip Rivers. Mm. He has, uh, according to Adam Schefter, he's permanently moved his family from San Diego to Florida to be closer to family. The free agent quarterback texted to ESPN on Sunday morning, so... A lot of people have been saying, Philip probably done with the Chargers. Yeah. Maybe take, maybe take this one as a little bit of a hint that that's what's going to happen. God, how many U-Haul trucks do you think they got? Uh, for 14 kids? Worth 17 kids. I think yeah. it grows every time we talk about it. Um, yeah, that's interesting. A lot of boxes going on there. It, also, like related real estate news, Yeah, Tom Brady, he's been trying to sell his mansion in New England for the last year or so. Mm-hmm. They just cut the asking price by $8 million, so they're trying to dump that thing and go somewhere else. Well, he really else. wants out of there. That's got to be tough to sell your house in New England in the middle of winter. Right. 
hey, you want to check out this house once the snow melts in August? Isn't it beautiful? Like, just imagine what it would be like in summer. Not sure how many people have caught up on this. I think it kind of swept away the nation when it came out. But the Aaron Hernandez documentary, fantastic watch. Finished it last night. Pretty good. Yeah. Uh, pretty interesting. No, I mean, like, it just really goes a lot deeper into the reasons why. Because a lot of people have just seen this story develop from afar right. while it was going down. And they had all of their preconceived notions about it. I'm not right. defending Aaron Hernandez no, or anything no, no, no. like that. But there's a lot of reasons that go into why things transpired the way that they did that I never would have known without this documentary. Yeah, so. One hell of a loyal fiancé, I can tell you that much. Uh, yeah. Uh, the other thing, too, that I noticed about this is this is probably one of the first stories that when it developed, it was something that it, when I was in this profession that I really kept a close eye on, that I was trying to dot all the I's, cross all the T's, try to figure out, like, get a good uh, perspective from it. And then when it becomes a documentary and it becomes one of those crime documentaries and you watch it, you think to yourself, oh, yeah, I remember hearing about this. I remember when this happened. I remember all this kind of stuff. Um, it was kind of interesting to think about that. Going from a negative to a positive, if you haven't seen pictures when the Chiefs play in the Super Bowl in Miami, they, in fact, will continue to carry over the yellow end zone. And so far, the Chiefs are undefeated uh, with the yellow end zone in this in this season. They beat Baltimore with it. They beat the Houston Texans with it. And you know for a fact that they beat the Tennessee Titans with it. Now they're going to Miami as the home team, wearing the red with the Super Bowl patch with the yellow end zone. Yeah, love to see it. And also, like, it'll just be weird because they both have similar colors to have red and red. Like, it's got to be different. It's a classic look. Love to see it. Also, what you love to see if you're a Kansas City Chiefs fan, Chiefs are already favorited to win the Super Bowl in 2021. Mm -hmm. They're uh, they're sitting there at plus 700. They're tied with the, Ra the Ravens and the 49ers at plus 700. The next closest team is the Saints at plus 100. We tried to tell 1, you earlier, it's going to be AFC West or bust moving forward. The Chiefs are now going to become a blue blood in the NFL. Um, normally, we do a segment uh, every once in a while called Richard of the Week. Um, this would qualify. Yeah, Mike Florio had this to say about how you could possibly um, uh, stop Patrick Mahomes. You know what? At a certain level, I think that and I want to be careful here because I'm not suggesting that they try to knock him out of the game. That's not what I'm saying. But at a certain point, you trade the risk of 15 yards if you can send a message. And football is still a physical, violent game. If you can hit him, even if it's close to the sideline, even if he's maybe started into his slide, when, when the championship is riding on it, I think it's a different analysis. And, yeah, we may give up 15 yards or half the distance to the goal line. I mean, that's the thing, Peter. If somebody had blown up Patrick Mahomes inside the five, okay, it goes from the four to the two. Right. Big deal. So, again, I'm not saying that that should be part of the deliberate effort, but the Super Bowl is riding on it. And if this guy's going to think that he can just run through the defense without any physical consequence, they need to, to dispel him of that notion the first time he tries. Mike Florio can get way the hell out of here with that take. I get it. You can say whatever you want. Oh, he doesn't mean to get knocked out of a game or get hurt seriously. He can kiss my white ass. He's got some I'll, bounty gate vibes. I'll tell you what you can do right now. You remember when Greg Williams said cut the head off a monster and it can't live? Same mentality. You want to go after a guy because you can't beat him, you got to hurt him, and you're a guy that a lot of people listen to and a lot of people watch when it comes to the NFL? Yeah, you can get way the hell out of here with that content. And I know it's been talked about. I know it's been brought up. But something that we bring up here on Outside the NFL, this is something that a guy with Florio's platform and Florio's stage, and he even said it before he started. I probably should be careful with saying this. If you say it out loud and you do the say it out loud test and listen to it again and it still sounds sketchy, you probably shouldn't do it. And the fact that you're hinting that they should do something about hurting the opposing quarterback to give yourself a chance, 
Yeah, I can't go on any longer. I'll cuss on the air. No, that's we're going to move on to something maybe a little bit more positive for Chiefs fans to hear. Mike Garofolo said this earlier today about Eric Berry maybe coming back to the NFL next year. What happened to Eric Berry? you got to be yeah. kidding me. How is this guy not? I kept waiting for him to jump back into the league. Uh, turns out that he actually did have opportunities to play in the league this past year. He took a sabbatical. He wanted to make sure that he could get himself right both mentally and physically because, remember, it's the first time he's ever experienced getting cut, and he had that Achilles thing that kept him off the field last year. Does intend to play in 2020. He's only uh, 31 right now, I believe, so he still believes he has some good football left, but an intentional sabbatical this year to step away from football a little bit and and, and basically cleanse the the system. I, I, I love that. You're putting yourself first. You know what I mean? He wants to make sure he is totally mm-hmm. together so that mm. he can go out there and put his best version of himself out on the field. And with the explosion of these versatile tight ends, yeah. um, moving through offenses and being able to be have explosive passes downfield, a guy like Eric Berry is needed in this league. Did he face his fear of uh, horses during this? Uh, <laughs> that part I was unable to <laughs> confirm. Kelly, hey, look, I, I love it. I love it too because Eric Berry also had a uh, you know a, a, a medical issue yep. uh, um, outside of you know the, uh, the the Achilles, and so for him to actually take this time because I don't think he ever gave himself time to really process that. Mm-hmm. He came back so hard and was just you know mm-hmm. grinded to get back out here onto the football field, and so I love it though. Long couple of years, don't love bet against him returning. Yeah, I'm with that. Don't bet against him returning. Um, I don't know if he's spiritually ready. I think it was one of his quotes that he had last year. Um, that's outside the NFL. Eric Berry maybe coming back. I don't know. Um, Mike Florio, I got nothing for you, man. Uh, coming back, we do the two-minute warning. We get out of here. We get you set up for overtime. And not only that, but we found some famous people that like the Chiefs and famous people that like the Niners, and we try to figure out which side we're on when it comes to where we like the famous people. Out of Bounds with Dusty Likens and Nick Price, 610 Sports Radio. Geico is hiring claim sales and service agents at our Kansas City office. Here, hard work doesn't just get you a pat on the back. It gets you opportunities to grow and learn new skills. Work in an inclusive culture and with supervisors who have your back. Could you speak up? Oh, yeah, sorry. I just... Wait, how do I apply? Oh, keep reading. Oh! <clears throat> Geico is hiring. Go online to geico.jobs slash Kansas City to apply today. Kansas City's Michelle Harriman found a beautiful designer ring at Diamonds Direct, but she never buys anything without shopping around. We're not spur-of-the-moment people. When you're married to an accountant, they have you shop things to death before you <laughs> make a decision. We were honest with the salesman and said, okay, we're comparison shoppers. We want to go look, make sure there's not something out there that we love more. They're like, okay, I think you should do that. So Michelle shopped just about every store in town, but no one could beat the Diamonds Direct price, quality, or experience. I found lots of people trying to confuse me with false information and I thought oh my gosh you say that you're not on commission but you sure act like you are and this is the biggest turnoff. So she ended up back at Diamonds Direct for the best ring and the best value. It was just a fantastic experience. We walked away feeling very good about the whole process, the price, and that we got a great deal. It was accounted approved. <laughs> Diamonds Direct. Feel free to shop around. We know you'll be back at 119th and Row. What's better than watching football? Nothing. And with the Yahoo Sports mobile app, you can be watching the NFL free on your phone. Get live local and primetime games, including the playoffs and Super Bowl 54. Download the Yahoo Sports app now to watch free. 
A remote start for your car is a must for these cold winter days. Warm up your car and melt that snow and frost from your windows instead of standing out in the cold with ice scraper in hand. Go to Santa Fe Auto Sound, 83rd and Santa Fe, or SantaFeAutoSound.com. Kansas City's home for car audio since 1967. Welcome to the all-new Lee Summit Subaru. It's our New Year event. Save thousands right now on the newly redesigned 2020 Subaru Outback. That's right, McCall. The Outback has a 2.4-liter turbocharged engine, hands-free power liftgate, and an 11.6-inch infotainment screen, and, of course, symmetrical all-wheel drive. 2020 Outback Snap have up to 0% financing for 72 months on select Subarus. Fall in love with driving again at the all-new Lee Summit Subaru. Hey Blaine, you're staying at a hotel and you want quick access help. Who do you go to? The concierge. Now every Blue Springs Ford customer has an individual concierge. Our customers will have a direct line to a personal concierge to help with anything. Set up an express service appointment, emergency tow, quick quotes, and even help with that high-tech dashboard. Oh yeah, like when you can't remember how to sync your phone with that hands-free? Well, well, everybody knows how to do that. Well, not everyone. Folks, remember, if you don't come see us today, we can't save you any money. At Aaron's, we believe in the magic of wintertime more. That magic that comes from good people out there, always helping others, working hard and providing for those they love, no matter what. So why are there so many stores unwilling to work with some good people? Just because your credit isn't the best doesn't mean your TV or refrigerator can't be. That's why at Aaron's, we work with you. So you can get flexible lease-to-own plans that fit your budget. Because good people always deserve better. Aaron's. Easy, beautiful, affordable. Family is big around here. We're family-owned, family-operated, family-managed. And that means legacy. That means dependability. That means using Granger. With over 1.5 million products and knowledgeable product experts, Granger has whatever we need. And with same-day pickup and next-day delivery options, they have it whenever we need it. For over 90 years, businesses like ours have trusted Granger. Because, like family, Granger's got our back. Call, clickgranger.com, or stop by to see for yourself. Granger. For the ones who get it done. Therese Baylor, Tuesdays at 3.30 with The Drive, 610 Sports Radio. We're about out of here on Out of Bounds. Nick Price, he keeps me, uh, he keeps me, he keeps me bared down. I do my best. He tries not to let me get in trouble. It's not, it's not always successful, but I try. You do a damn good job. Overtime with Julian Carroll and Kristen Acero. Uh, Rocco filling in for uh, Julio Sanchez. Uh, after this, we teased before we went to the break. Um, there are celebrities on both sides of the spectrum when it comes to the Super Bowl, and the Super Bowl is one of the most prized events to go to, so you know there'll be a lot of celebrities. Um, as we break down the San Francisco side, the Kansas City Chiefs side, and then we'll get you to the two-minute warning, and we will be out of here. And then it's on to Sunday for the Royal Rumble. Can't wait. Uh, so the 49ers... Their biggest celebrity fans, Allison Brie. Uh, she was uh, the disaster artist, Lego movie, The Post, uh, Get Hard was also another one she was in. Um, Andy Sandberg, uh, another another San Francisco famous person fan. I love Andy Sandberg. He's all right. Uh, Hot Rod, I think is the name of the movie. Yeah, Hot Rod. That movie was hilarious. Hot Rod's great. All um, of those fake documentaries that he's made, too. Not all of them. Um, but, I mean, The Lonely Seven Island Days Boys. Seven Days in Hell. That one's pretty funny. It's all right. With Jon Snow? Yeah, Kit Harrington is his name. Um, right. Marissa Miller, San Francisco 49ers fan. Um, Catherine McPhee, also a Niners fan. Hayden Pinatieri, you might remember her, the little girl from Remember the Titans. Mm-hmm. Famous San Francisco 49ers fan. Uh, Bella Thorne, 
Uh, also a huge Niners fan, Jeremy Renner. So the like most pathetic person of Avengers, so they can have him. Um, Miranda Crossgrove, I don't really know who that is. It's Miranda um, Cosgrove. It's oh, yeah. Drake and Josh. Oh, yeah. iCarly, back in the day, Nickelodeon. After my time. This one hurts. E40, huge San Fran fan. E40 was the guy that I played whenever I cleaned the house. Um, Gary Payton, the glove. Aaron Paul, Jesse Pinkman. Oh, Go! He's a San a Francisco one. fan. Yeah. Dana Carvey, San Francisco fan. Um, uh, James Harden, Andre Iguodala, don't really care. And then Rob Schneider, uh, <laughs> the worst actor in Hollywood of all time, uh, San Francisco 49ers fan. Uh, the Chiefs fans, you should probably know Brad Pitt, Chiefs fan. Uh, David Kuckner, or Kochner, the uh, whammy. Whammy! Or uh, Todd Packer from The Office, Paul Rudd, obviously. Uh, Henry Cavell, obviously a Chiefs fan. Eddie Griffin from Kansas City, Chiefs fan. Jason Sudeikis, you already knew that. Melissa Etheridge, just a babe. Just a total babe. Rob Riggle, big Chiefs fan. Tech Nine, obviously Chiefs fan. Um, Heidi Gardner, huge Chiefs fan. Saturday Night Live. And um, the last but not least Chiefs fan, um, myself. I'm just kidding. Eric Stone Street, who's also a part owner of the Kansas City Royals, uh, Chiefs fan. So I have to say, when it comes to both sides of the fandoms, I'm leaning towards the Chiefs side. I'm leaning towards the Chiefs, too. I think they have more of that top-end star power. Yeah, it breaks my heart that Aaron Paul is, I know. A, is a Niners fan. I know. Uh, that's all right. I just finished rewatching that whole series, by the way. Oh, yeah, Breaking Bad? Yeah, just Yeah, fun. I've watched it, it was, three times. All um, amazing. Great I watched it like three or four, yeah. Yeah, I don't mind it. Uh, so, I mean, I'm cool with that. I mean, I think the Chiefs side has a little bit more star power. Brad Pitt, by the way, I just watched Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It's all right. All right. It's, it's okay. Is that, well, the I best heard the ending is great. Oh, yeah, for sure. Two-minute warning. Two-minute warning. Now to bring us to the two-minute warning. What the heck? Let's go. Thanks, Andy. Two-minute warning. Uh, we wrap up this show, what we went over today. Um, when it comes to the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes, it's beginning to be the same as how you feel about him, but with the national media and national attention, they're all fans. They're all blown away. They're all biased towards Mahomes. When it comes to Travis Kelsey and Alex Gordon, they've been adopted as sons of Kansas City because they both said on the same day, moving forward, they only want to play here. They love this city. I get it. You can say that people just say that. Guys like that don't. Guys like that mean it. When it comes to guys that aren't currently rostered on this team for the Kansas City Chiefs, if and only if they were to win a Super Bowl, I think Alex Smith is the one guy that deserves a ring that's no longer with the Kansas City Chiefs. His leadership role, the way that he represented himself in this team, where he came in after this team came from the dark days. Alex Smith, what he's done for Patrick Mahomes, the steps that he put in the foundation for the Chiefs to be successful moving forward is exactly where they're at today. You kind of think that Alex Smith should get a ring. Uh, you look at Bill Self. He's enjoying this role of a heel. The Kansas Jayhawks. Um, the fight against Kansas State, his comments today at College Game Day where he brought up Snoop Dogg and then said, personally, I'm a fan. Uh, got the pop out of the crowd, made the crowd feel great. And you move forward when you look at the Chiefs, they're now becoming a blue blood like teams in college basketball are. Kentucky, Carolina, Duke, Kansas. You expect them to get to the Final Four every year? Just like now moving forward, you should expect the Chiefs to get to the AFC Championship almost every single year because of the talent they have surrounding with and with Andy Reid. With Andy Reid moving forward, if he can knock one down, you'd think that Andy Reid could get a little bit more and more and more successful 
when it comes to the Lombardi Trophy, to Nick Price, to Steven Spector, to everybody involved with what we've been doing the last couple weeks at 610 Sports Radio, I thank you. To the fans out there that listen, to all of you that listen to the coverage, the 50 consecutive hours, the people that put up with my voice, I appreciate it. Stay safe out there. Enjoy your weekend. Nick Price, KU Tennessee, kicks off at 3 o'clock. You ready to go? Just in time, man. That's right. He's the frat boy, the alumni supporter of Kansas. I'm Dusty Likens. Shout out, Warrensburg. Shout out to all you in Kansas City. Take care of the rest of the weekend. Have fun. We won't talk to you until the Super Bowl. We'll talk to you after the Super Bowl at 2 a.m. here on 610 Sports Radio. Out of Bounds with Dusty Likens and Nick Price. 610 Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.